Jordan Diller. And this is Teeny Takeaways, where we are trying to make the church cool as Jordan said it so perfectly a couple minutes ago. We That's the goal of our this podcast right here. We're trying to make church cool again, guys. Yeah, that's it. Episode one, complete. Complete, y'all. We, <laughs> we joke. We're joking because, I mean, we've never done this before, but let me tell you how long we've been trying. Um, y'all, we have been trying to record this podcast, I think, since April. We're now in August. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. (laughs) It's been a minute. It has. Well, just because we're both, we're both pretty perfectionist-esque people, you know? Jordan puts out music and... Yes. And he's the same way with that. (laughs) He's got to edit to filth and do over again and over (laughs) again before he likes a song. (laughs) It's annoying sometimes. And apparently I've been the same way because every single time we go to sit down and record something, I we go back and listen through it and I'm like, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It's not what I want. Literally, that's why we're recording this one. <laughs> that's exactly why we're recording this. We're listening to one and we're like, this is good. Two weeks ago and then today it's ah. Uh, I, I hate, hate it. This. <laughs> <laughs> it really but but that, that episode we're saving for of a later date. You'll hear it at some point. Yeah. But let's get to what we're getting down let's to do here. This. Guys, again, we are the goal of this whole thing is really like Jordan said, we're trying to make church cool again. And and if you were to go to our church and see our church, you would understand why this is funny. Because our church it is the most amazing church in the wide world, and you literally feel like you are walking into your own living room and hearing the word of God come, you know, to you when you walk in, and I would love for you all to come, and we're going to invite you at the end of this podcast, so stay we'll tuned. We'll invite you now. We'll invite and, you now. It's Paramore Baptist. <laughs> exactly. Paramore Baptist Church. Come at 10 a.m. every Sunday. We got you. You'll see me and Jordan there almost every Sunday. <laughs> almost. Um, almost. <laughs> but... Uh, no, the reason why we're joking is because even though that's how it feels and it's awesome, it is filled with old people. <laughs> and if you look at us when you walk in there, like... We don't fit, yo! <laughs> we, don't, we don't fit in at all. But, but they love us, that's the that's, thing! And that's why. Because, like, like, we're just... We're, we're different. Like, we're... I had to throw the pins away because I was clicking on them. <laughs> but, like, we're just... I wouldn't say, yeah, well, I wouldn't say we're, like, the outcasts, but we're definitely, like, we're definitely the odd ones. We're the young people that are there the whole time, or all the time, yeah. and, and they love us for it. I kid you not. And I mean, that's why we want to make it cool, because... Then, well, like, if you don't believe that I say we're the outcast, like, I'm sitting here with blue hair at the moment. And, and I cuss <laughs> like a sailor. Like, I mean... We were joking a minute ago before we started, and I'm like, I'm not going to cuss. I'm and not going to cuss. I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm going to try my hardest. So if you You're hear, not going to get any ducky sounds in here. Hear, if you hear a beep later, you just know what was really there. <laughs> You'll see who won that bet. Um, yeah, no, but... There was no money bet, though. No. I mean, because that's a sin, ain't it? I don't know. I don't know, but if it was, nah. It is now. Cause it we're is not now, because we're not going to do it. Um... Anyway. Whoever, whoever loses the bet has to buy dinner next time we record a podcast. Bet. We do switch back and forth, guys. And I mean, I kid you not, we've been buying dinners for forever again because we've been doing this since April, guys. <laughs> since April, yeah. Um, no, but today we really just want to – we want to start this off, like, to be – to introduce this podcast and really to talk to you about, like, what we want to do in in this and what our goal is. It's like, okay, so we, we very much recognize that – 
the church has kind of gotten a bad rap lately, uh, especially in today's world and time. And again, the thing that I think is so beautiful and amazing is that though our church is filled with old people, we I think our church is definitely a a blueprint or a foundation for what a cool church is you know these old people are so loving and accepting of us and there's not enough of us there for them to love on and we want to we want you to feel like you can walk into that living room and hear the word of god on sunday because even though i mean it looks like a traditional church every bit of it it's a you know cute little brick building on Parham Road and the inside of it is all white and we've got a small little sanctuary and you're going to see these old people but I mean it's not the love and things that you'll feel once you get past the look of it is so much greater than I think you could ever expect 100% I I completely agree like I think thing like you said like the church has gotten like a kind of a bad rap recently for I don't mean our church I mean like church church. in general so so our church is amazing everybody loves our church yeah we'll we'll try to clarify but like when I say the church I mean like in scripture like it says that like everybody is the church so if I'm talking about Parham Road I'll try to say our church and if I'm talking about like the church as a whole like Christianity and all that I'll kind of yeah I'll kind of try to say the church but, like, I think the church as a whole, like, all the churches combined, have gotten a bad rap recently. And some of it some of it could possibly be warranted. Like, there's arguments to be made there, and I don't know that. I would disagree with all of them. Yeah, no. Uh, but at the same time, like, I think that, like, I think there is a lot of it that gets that gets taken out of context. Agreed. It's, and just, I'm going to do this, because, like, a little sidebar real quick. My parents are both pastors. My dad just happens to be the pastor at the church that we both go to, that Alex and I both go to. And uh, so, like, I've had conversations. Here it is. I've had conversations with my parents where, like, I would come at the conversations from, like, the, for quote unquote, the world's point of view and not the church's point of view. And, and I've talked to my parents about it, and it's helped me come to understand, like, why people in the church will feel a certain way about a certain topic. Um, that's all I'm gonna say about that for now, because I feel like we could turn that well, into a whole well, episode if we really wanted to. But I mean, no, you make a great point, and I think that's actually like what we're, we're we're two very good examples of people who have worked our way into this faith. We've had to have those conversations. We we've had to question. We've had to question God Himself. We've had to question, you know, these pastors. We've had to do the work i guess to become this faithful and that's where we want to make it more comfortable for the world is that you know if you know we know that we we've had these questions we know that you have them and we're here to bring that conversation to the table so you can feel the same way we do and and having those questions and i'm trying to be careful how i word this and i think questioning god or questioning why things happen is a good thing like i don't think I don't think that's wrong. Like, people, I mean, I've had people tell me, like, oh, you can't question that. God said that. Well, God gave me a brain to think. So right. why would I not use, like, if I'm just, yes, you need to blind, you need to blindly follow God. You need to do what he says. But, I mean, like, just to kind of keep it brief, there are some things that you're just like, how does this make sense? Why Why does this happen? Why are things? Absolutely. 
and we will address those in other episodes. But like, there's definitely places where questions and digging for answers is a good thing. I mean, absolutely. I, like everything else in life. I mean, like I don't everything I I enjoy. Like I for lack of a better term, I study, like, I go into that research, like, I grew up, lo- still do, but, like, I grew up loving sports, and when I was younger, I could legit tell you just about every stat from every sport, and it was absolutely ridiculous, but that's because, like, I really enjoyed it, and I wanted to get to know it better, and, but I had questions while I was studying those things, so I would ask those questions, and I think with your faith, it's the same thing, you need to have those questions, you need to ask those questions, I think you need to take those questions to God, you need to take those questions to pastors, you need to take those questions to people who may be new in their faith. Just because they kinda, will get answers. Yeah. Like, and you, in one way or another. And it's, at least for me, it's fun to hear people's different responses Absolutely. to the same question. Same question. And I mean, because they're not, and it's not even all like that it's all opinion based. Because I mean, right. sometimes, like, everybody is based in fact. They're just taking that fact differently. And, you know, to kind of like, all right, to give you a great starting point here. Um, and to give this podcast a good starting point here, I think my testimony personally uh, is a great starting point for this whole thing. And it's kind of how we decided to have this idea to kick this off. Okay, so, you know, to dive into that, you know, oh, and this is perfect because Jordan wasn't there the I Sunday. I didn't listen the, to it. Oh, I, I was going to say he wasn't there the day I gave my testimony I only, at I church. Only heard, I only heard like the last like minute, minute and a half. Though. That's right. So. Here, so that last it's minute new. and a half was really good, though. That's right, but this will be like semi new to so like Jordan and you, so we'll get a raw opinion. Unless you we'll were at our first reaction. <laughs> we'll get we'll get some reactions here, but uh, all right. So you know, the questioning God Himself is again. I don't think that's how I got here. Okay, and and so to kind of start with you, you know, I have. I've always been a churchgoer, I, or on and off. I've been that, you know, as they say in the Bible, lukewarm Christian for my whole life. Um, we, as a child, you know, my parents on and off took me to church, you know, up until I think maybe eighth grade or so, or, you know, around that middle school era. I, it was definitely very scarce on and off, you know, maybe a Baptist church here. You know, they didn't have a church that they were dedicated to, and they, you know, were on a whim, they would decide, okay, let's, this Sunday, I want to go to church, so let's, you know, maybe do that, and I knew Jesus Christ was my Savior, and God was there, um, but it did not mean too, too much to me. Then we kind of got into, um, a community church that, uh, that my parents kind of really enjoyed, and it, and it was one of those, you know, I do not want to say feel-good churches, because it, it's, that's sort of a negative term that's been thrown around in the christian community but it was it was a catch-all for you know it was that that church served the purpose of you know being new to faith you know they were the ones that you're new to faith you want to feel super comfortable about everything this is the church you're gonna go to and my parents really fell in love with it and like for or especially my mom and you know that's where we landed for a while and i for me as a kid again i didn't really I didn't really totally understand what I was being around, nor, you know, having this ADHD, nor was I totally, totally interested. You know, it's, again... Wait, you have ADHD? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know if you know this about ADHD people, but they can't... Just next time you, you get in a conversation with someone you might think has ADD, 
Try to talk to them for 10 minutes straight. I promise you, they zone for, out. They don't listen to half talk the things. Right, they don't listen to half the things you say, and so that's that's really like why I think that I didn't really connect with churches because you're asking me, a kid who doesn't even like fully understand, and, and plus I did not also take my medicine on the weekends. My mom was very much a you can have it on the weekdays and then the weekends you're free like type of parent. <laughs> so right, so homegirl was not catching the point sitting through that hour-long service she i was dancing with the music all right here we go and then that 30 minutes of talking i was zoned out like i wasn't listening i had no idea what was going on but again you know got the gist of it though god is our savior and these are the rules you follow whatever so then it was really like you know i went off to college and church and religion went out the window i was experiencing life all on my own for the very first time and as i'm sure a lot of us can relate not all but a lot of us that's where i hit my rock bottom and i'm still like getting out of that a little bit but um yeah i i I went out all on my own and i took my life over in my own hands and Somehow it all decided to crash and burn. <laughs> um, Been there. And, and I, you know, I, so my, my real testimony, my story starts with, you know, I'd be in my lows and I'd be in my lowest of lows, right? And again, like I said, you know, as soon, you know, religion was never really a strong foothold in my life anyway. And so, especially after I went to college, it was not in my line of vision so it started to shock me when i was at my lowest of lows that god would start popping into my mind and um so god would start popping into my mind and i would really like i would really take that moment of like oh okay so if this is all right so if i'm gonna take if you want to pop in here into what i've got going on god then Tell me why this is happening to me. Why are you letting this happen? And I was very much, I questioned everything. You know, why is my family like this? Why is my life like this? Why am I like this? Why did you make this like this? What has the world come to? Why have you allowed this like to happen? I was very, very questioning, questionative. That's the word I wanted to say. Inquisitive. That's right. <laughs> uh, I was yeah. very inquisitive about why and how and and you know it was a lot it was a lot to you know i'm sure it was a lot for god to take and and no i'm gonna clarify for everyone right now when i say you you will get answers i do not mean he is going to talk to you while you talk to yourself in the car that's not what i mean what i mean though is is that once you start that conversation though and and you mean it and like it doesn't it it doesn't come from a, I wasn't coming from a harmful place or a negative place. I genuinely wanted the answer. I genuinely was asking the question. And and I think that's the difference there is is it wasn't it was it wasn't an F you for doing this or making this. It was okay, why? And that's where like the answer started to come and fall into place in life that you know as soon as i started asking them i would find i would find more self-awareness in myself i would find you know i was more aware of 
the responses my family was giving me when I would talk to them. I was more aware of the situations around me because that's where the answers came from. It was like a clarity of like, it, it was a new way to look at life in more through God's eyes than it was my own. And like, it would just, you know, things would start to dawn on me more like, you know, I'm sitting here crying and asking why work is this way and why these things are this way. And like situations would arise that would, that would answer those questions, you know? And that's the way I fell into my faith. God really like, it's almost like he put a rope, you know, from across the room, threw that rope around me and was like slowly pulling like me lasso. in. That's right. Like slowly pulling my angel self in. He was slowly pulling my angel self in I here. I don't think that's what you were trying to I say. think that it doesn't count, though. I didn't say count. I said, I don't I think that's what you were trying that to say. word. That's right. I said, I don't think that's what you were trying to say. Well. Well. Um, and, and one by one. So it started with these questions, right? And then, again, you know, the, the coincidence is, that aren't really coincidences that start to happen when when you do start to explore your faith. I'm not even going to say, like, you jump in because it for a lot of people it's not a leap. It is ex an exploration, you know? And so when you start when you start that exploration for yourself, you know, it's funny the things, these situations that will arise. So for me, I was, these questions started coming up and God and I were starting to have these conversations again at my lowest point. And then all of a sudden my Nana is like, Hey, Alex, Sandy, which is my mom and her daughter. Um, she's <laughs> like, would you like to come to this church service at Paramore Baptist church with me? It's, you know, a candlelight visual, something like that. Like she had to, it was a semi special service, but nothing like too big. She just wanted to know if, oh, it was homecoming. Yeah. That's what it was. It was homecoming one year. And she was like, you know, the reason this was significant to at least my mom was that, you know, my, my Nana, my mom, and a few, like, generations of my family have been going to this church, right? And so that's why she was inviting us. And normally I'd be like, no, nah, I'm asleep in. Thanks, Nana. <laughs> but, like. For some reason, I didn't. And my mom couldn't go, but I was like, I'll, I'll go with you. And then I went, and it was a good service. I mean, and, and again. So, like, to kind of go back to what we are talking about. Like, you walked in, I was like, wait. I had no idea who Alex was at this point. But, like, I, so Alex walks in, I'm like, wait. Somebody that's, like, roughly my age. What is <laughs> so, like, before Alex came there, like, I swear to you, the closest person to my age was probably Dak. Yeah, true. And Which is our music director. And first, I left me rent space, brother. But like, <laughs> but like, I'm not a hundred percent of Dak's eight of how old Dak is, but I know it's at least ten years difference. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. So I mean, I and and again, like I told you at the beginning, like I walk in and it feels like home. And you know, again, you got to get past the traditional looks of this church, but it feels like home the second you walk in. And I sat down, and I, the other thing I want to, I want to kind of, what am I trying to say? Debunk, or yeah, whatever. Debunk's a good word. Okay, is that, you know, you go to church, and you're 
automatically different. Like, Jesus comes and saves your life right then and there. I mean, for some people, maybe. For people like us and it's, probably a lot of people like you, that's not how really it happens. Like, like that happen, church service. But it's not, it's not the norm. Right. Like, I mean, that church service was nice. And it, but that's about it. Like, it was yeah. nice. And I, I, I didn't feel attacked or like, you know, Spencer was coming at me or anything. It was just nice, welcoming, loving words and comfortable and just, it Again, just the – it was all about love rather than what you're doing wrong, okay? So that was my first my first church service. Church yeah. service bet. Um, then after that, you know, my nana invited me again every once in a while. And then next thing – I mean, Spencer, again, has known our family for forever, knows I sing. And so I got invited to sing one time, and I just said yes. And then next thing I know, I'm singing a church. And it's more about the singing for me than it was the church going for me. And well, like thank goodness you came to sing. <laughs> <laughs> like I I do all the audio visual at the church and Alex coming to sing was definitely a blessing. Let me just put it that way. Um, it started a lot of things. But like no, I mean like our choir and everything is good, but it is Old as people. A, oh yeah. It's a lot of old people, so like it was, it was refreshing to have somebody singing in the songs from this century. Well, not only that, like it just no, for me, for me, it was. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Personally, it was nice. It was nice to have songs that like were written after I was born. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's so that just started happening, and you know, being there at the church and still questioning and doing all of that. You know, it it started something in me. It started a love for this church in me. It's and and really for the people. In in addition to a comfort in the conversation of God, more of like, you know, for me again, it as this conversation and exploration started, it was more of, you know, I'm gonna. It's it's an uncomfortable questioning. You know, Jordan and I joke all the time that instead of seeing takeaways, we're gonna call this uncomfortably comfortable. Because it's comfortably uncomfortable. Comfortably uncomfortable. That's it's it. Right there on my desktop. That's <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's because like it's not a comfortable conversation a lot of the time. You you know you're you know you are questioning and all being forced, and that's not something that you know if you want to take it that way. That's you know it's almost like a you're not supposed to do that, but you're doing it anyway type of situation, and then. As you start going and or as I started going and, and being in these surroundings, it was it turned into a much more comfortable conversation of, you know, okay, this is how this might be, but let's also talk about why this is and you know, and it became but it became more comfortable. And then next thing I know, I am asking to be a member of this church because I mean, and this was on a whim it was. One, yeah, this was on a complete and utter whim one Sunday of, like, I decided, like, this is something I'm going to keep continuing to do. This is this is a place I want to continue to be and, you know, sing at. And these are people that I love being around, even if they are just simply sitting around me on a Sunday morning. It's so nice to sit around to these people, whether they talk to me or not, whether they... And they probably will. Exactly. But, like, you know... It's just a nice 
feeling of being here. And then I just decided I wanted to continue to do it and in a capacity that is more than just being a random person sitting in the pews and singing every once in a while on stage. So I got up and I was like, can I be a member? <laughs> My dad was like, nope. <laughs> I'm kidding. He's kidding, because that's how the thinking goes, but it's not how it goes. The man and the whole church, this is the other thing is what's amazing, is that they were all so overwhelmingly welcoming and absolutely said yes, and, like, we are so happy you're here. And that's, you know, that's the feeling you're supposed to get when you go to church. And absolutely. That's that's what it's supposed to be like. And... And so from there to now, it's just, it's been such a growth. We've done, we've done, you know, Wednesday night groups where just, I mean, five of us will sit down and talk about two of us or two of us or, you know, we, again, we're not a very big church. We're We're not, we're pretty small. Like there's, I'm impressed if we have 50 people in our pews on Sundays, especially during COVID, especially during COVID. And then they're all older people and you know, have, I, we that? have we mentioned that once? Um, but yeah, no, it's just it. Where was I going with this? I'm sorry, I interrupted you. I no, you're fine. <laughs> um, I don't know, but we could go back. Oh, we. Or we. Could you know, back. we have a grew. This is what I was trying to say. Okay. You know, from what started as. What started as super just questioning God, all right, if you want to be here and have presence in my life, answer me these questions, that grew into something so amazing and beautiful naturally on its own, you know? And I think that's that's a stigma we kind of want to break, yeah. is that that is possible for you and everyone else. And I think what the world and the church will have you believe is that you need to get saved and and immediately start following Jesus Christ to the nth degree this moment today. I don't care if you're an atheist, you will now follow and do right yeah. now. And that's not how it has yeah, to be. Most people do not have the Apostle Paul's conversion story where they were killing Christians one day and the next day they're preaching the gospel in front of thousands. Like most, I would say almost everybody else does not have that story. But somehow to that outside of the christian community i feel like that's the stigma we've been given is that yeah i agree yeah and and i guess jordan and i are here to break that like it's not it's not quite like that you can be like jordan and i and be lost i oh my god please don't be like us (laughs) please please do not be like us but my boyfriend said it said it the other day so like and it made me so mad he was like (laughs) I'm sorry. Well, no, 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 no. It is not even bad. What made me, what frustrated me was that I think because he has the same view as I think a lot of the world. He, I, I told him like it's. I want you to start coming to church with me. At least come hear me sing. If you're not coming for God, come hear me sing. You've never heard me like professionally sing or whatever. And and I've been singing my whole life. So this is this is something like I really kind of. Not to kind of brag, but this is something, like, I know I'm good at. So I really, like, You are good at it. Well, thank you. But I want him to come hear it, right? And he goes, he he looks at me, and he's like, you know, I'm a little worried about going back to church. I'm too broken for church. Like, I'm too far gone. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that. Right? And that's totally wrong. Like, no. I was, quote, unquote, too broken for church. And you think that it's, and I think where that mindset comes is that you're thinking that, 
you've got to, you know, you you're so, have it together. You've got to have it together, and you've got to do a 180, and you've got to now, like, if you go back to church on Sunday, you have got to, you better be praising Jesus with your hands up in the air, and, like, really, like, in it, and, like. That's not the case. It doesn't have to be the case. No. It really, you can have this. Like, absolutely not. You you can have your questions. That's okay. You can, it's, but take them to God. And no one's expecting you to like come to church and then like that Sunday walk out a Christian. Like that's exactly. I mean, if that happens, great. Like that's amazing. But if not, that's okay. okay. That's okay as well. So I mean, like, there's no such thing as you're too broke. Like the best example I've always heard, or a good example I've always heard, is like it's like a hospital. Like, you don't go to the hospital because you're feeling good. Right. You go to the hospital because something's wrong. You're sick, you're hurt, whatever. The church is, and I, I've heard this example numerous times, I'm out completely healed. Like. Right. But you could potentially get a diagnosis. and then, could, yeah. Exactly. Think about, oh, I'm so happy you oh. said. That did not hurt <laughs> no. you. No, okay. I say <laughs> I say Al when I like when things so- shock me. Like <laughs> I, w- I just wasn't ready to get slapped. He uh, didn't get slapped. I, I did. like pushed him on his okay. shoulder. And my chair moved. Like my chair spins. So like it. But he it, said, "Oh, the, there like was, I just." There was enough force for my chair to start spinning. <laughs> uh, but it didn't hurt. But like there, there was a little bit of force. A anyway. little bit. Anyway. Okay. A, a little bit. That's a that's that is a kind of perfect example. You know, you you people who all right, you go to the it's not the emergency room. It is a hospital, but it's not the emergency room. You're not going there because I mean you but you do, you can. That is part of the hospital is the emergency room. You're dying on the floor right now and we know many people like this. I I have a friend, I would like her to come on the podcast at some point, but you know, you're scared to the point you've got nowhere else to turn. You're terrified. You just turn to God and your life has changed. You know, you go to the hospital because you're bleeding out and you're about to die and the hospital's going to stitch you up. You were minutes away and they stitch you up and now you're living the rest of your life. That is a possibility. It really is. 100%. But that, that's the other part we need to realize is that that's only a section of the hospital. The other parts of the hospital, you, you've got lung failure you're your partial lung failure at the moment and or you're starting to starting to breathe a little different you got the so you go to the hospital because you can't breathe so well anymore and you know they're not they might not stitch you right back up immediately and like send you out and you're breathing 100 percent again but what they might do is give you an inhaler and tell you that your lungs only functioning at like 50 percent capacity you're moving but you're at 50, you know, and, and they make another appointment for you to come back to continue to fix the issue. And then you make another appointment and you make another appointment to keep continuing to fix the issue. That's, that's what the church is. That's what, that's, that's another section of that church. It doesn't have to be the emergency room. It can be the rest of the hospital. And, and if you look at a hospital, it's so much bigger than just the emergency room. And that's what we want to do, is bring you the rest of the hospital. Because I think everybody thinks so much that it's an emergency room. And it doesn't just have to be an emergency room. All right, so. 100% agree with that. So, Anywhere. to give you a little bit of scripture and what the rest of this, these episodes are going to be like. Uh, I want to talk to you, Jordan, since you weren't there on Sunday. Okay, look, that's not my fault. 
And it kind of fits perfectly into what we're kind of talking about a little bit. It does. We are going to talk about what Jesus said about fear, okay? So, if you, y'all, if you don't have a Bible, that's okay. But if you do, turn to Matthew 6, 25. I'm going to read this to you. This is why I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink. Or about, whoa, (laughs) let me start over. (laughs) I suck at reading out loud, but I'm going to try my hardest for this podcast. Um, All right, so Matthew Matthew 6, 25, uh, this is why I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Isn't life life more than... Food and the body more than clothing. Yes, it is. Think about that for a second. Isn't isn't life more than food and the body more than clothing? Yes. All right. Look at the birds of the sky. They don't sow or reap or gather unto barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Aren't you worth more than they? Yes. <laughs> Excuse this man over here. Isn't your life more complex, more a little bit meaningful than a bird's? Okay? And if a bird doesn't have to worry about what it's going to eat, where it's going to fly, where it's, what it's going to wear that day. Where it's going to sleep. Don't you think if the bird doesn't have to worry about those things, don't you think that you have bigger fish to fry than those things? Those are the small things that you shouldn't sweat that God says, I'll just take care of for you. Okay? Okay. All right. Okay. Let's keep going. All right. Verse 27. Right. That's right. Uh, this is a good one. It is. Yet I tell you, yet I tell you, not even Solomon in his splendor was a born like one of these. All right, so really with that, and, you know, y'all, this is going to happen a lot, especially for me in scripture. Like, I don't know what this is saying. I got to, like, de-Bible the text a little bit to understand what is actually being said. King Solomon was considered, not considered, he is the wisest person to ever live. And he was a king, because I said he was King Solomon. And he, so therefore he had a lot of, he had a lot of money and dressed very nicely with that. But basically, without long and short of it, without diving into the whole Solomon story. But, like, what's really funny... Oh, so what they're trying to say is, is that not even this man was worried about what he was going to wear. He wasn't worried about any of that stuff. It came to him. You know why it came to him? Because he trusted God. You know what's really funny? What? Like, verse 27, yours said, like, add a cubit to your height. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, this app on my phone says, can any one of you at, can, ooh, I can't read either. Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? No, okay. but you can definitely shorten your life by worrying. Right? But either and way, the that wasn't even is... A, that wasn't even a dark joke. That was just like, worry, you can literally, you can literally worry yourself to death. Yeah, but I mean, can you? Can you add what, can you add a, an hour to your life at all by worrying about whatever you're worrying about? No, you can't. So why do it? Um... All right. Verse 30. 
If that's how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and thrown into a furnace tomorrow, won't he do much more for you, you of little faith? Think about that. He's going, these things, in these things in this time, like the grass, like the grass grows and it does it beautifully and the grass don't have to worry about what, how, how to grow. It just is and does, but it just gets thrown into a furnace. Like it just, it's, it's gone. It's here the one day and gone the next, but God takes out as much care of that grass and those flowers and, and, and these birds and they serve no purpose. So why, if you do serve a purpose, don't you think he's going to care so much more for you? I mean, not don't you, but he is going to care so much more for you as something with purpose than he does this grass, and he takes care of that grass so well. He is, like, the ultimate lawn care specialist. And, like, that's just a side project for this guy. If anybody can tell me that reference, I'll give you $100. Verse 31. So don't worry saying, what will we eat? Or what will we drink? Or what will we wear? For the... Pagans. Huh? What does yours say? Idolaters. I says pagans, but they're the same thing. Okay. For the people! <laughs> Did you say idolaters? That's what I think it's idolaters. <laughs> now you're going to have me all tied to Adulterers. Is that? <laughs> I don't know how you say that word now. We're okay. going to go with pagans. We're going to go with pagans. We're going to go with pagans. Um, oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense because a pagan is a bad thing. It is. Um, so, for the pagans eagerly seek all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. Okay? But seek first, seek first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be provided for you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. This is, this is the best line in this whole thing, y'all. And think about it. Think about it like this. Just think about what I'm about to say, okay? We're going to take a pause afterwards, too, so we can let it sink in, Okay. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. If you think that you worry about tomorrow and how fast it's coming and what it's going to provide, what do you think tomorrow is worried about? If you think about tomorrow like a person creating itself, oh my gosh, there's so much more stress on tomorrow than there is you right now you just need to worry about getting through today and and getting through today with as much happiness as you can <laughs> um so yeah that's and that that makes so much sense too because you know the people of this world want so bad think about you know our current culture and our you know the the people the things that are being pushed, our societal norms, are, you know, the world we live in today. It's so worried. It is so worried about what it will eat, what it will drink, and what it will wear. Which filter it will use. How it will look. You and did it's, say that. Huh? I said you did say that. 
Yeah, like, it's so worried about these things that we lose sight of everything else. We, it's, how are you supposed to focus on other things when you're so worried about those things? And, so that's, and see, this is the part right here that, like, really I think is a big portion of what I want this podcast to be. Is that, you know, taking taking what God says and putting it into actual logic because that's where the real that's where I think people like me and people like Jordan really fall into our faith is not and I don't mean this in any disrespectful way to God or the church or anything like that but for these people that are a lot like us that need the proof that need the conversation that need that validation before we're just gonna jump head over feet into something that we may or may not believe in these are where that proof is given. You know, break that down for a second. Like I just told you, you see it every day. Our society is so worried about those things. And God's saying, don't worry about them because I'll provide them to you. And, and though you might not believe that, think about, think about what is just being asked of you. You know, on a basic level, on on. Take, take the God part out of it and take the society part out of it. The logic there is you are so worried about what you're going, how you're going to feed yourself, you know, what you are going to wear and what tomorrow is going to bring. If you just lived, think about if you took that away and you just lived in the moment and focused on what makes you happy, what you're doing, the actions you're taking, the you know, the activities that you're choosing to fill your day, if you focus more on those things, then the what you're going to eat, wear, and drink, then I think, like, you, you live a happier, more purposeful life. You find yourself more in that. Rather than being so stressed out about needing the newest this or, you know, the freshest this and those things will just naturally be provided they'll naturally come and i think all of us can attest to a little bit of a of a time where things were good and you weren't worried about anything and how easily life flowed in that those days and moments you know i think you can you can pinpoint yourself a day where you were like okay i'm not worried about what i'm going to eat drink or wear and what tomorrow is going to bring and I get to focus on more important things. You get to focus on more of you. You see how life more, it always flows nicer, easily, more easily and just stress-free. And I think where God comes into that is that if you treat every day like that, whether it is a hard day or an easy day or whatever it is, he will provide you those things and give you more of that easily easy flow he'll give you more of that time he'll life becomes much more of those easier days because you're not worried about those things and that's so much you know you you think that they're so small of things to worry about but when you really actually take them off of your plate you realize how whoa they took so they took up so much more of my plate than i realized i yeah that all that is 100% true. Like, I don't really have anything to, like, <laughs> I don't have anything to, like, add on to that. Because, like, I mean, obviously y'all can't see this, but the whole time she was speaking, I was just sitting over here nodding. Because, like, there's really, and I mean, 
but yeah, I mean, I'm not even going to try to add anything onto that because there's nothing to add. That was perfect. Oh, well, thanks. That's great. So, guys, <laughs> I very much encourage you, if you like what you heard, uh, this this podcast, this go-around, this is a lot more of what I think this is going to be. We're going to take... We're going to take a lot of what our pastor says on Sunday, break that down a little bit for you if we're there. (laughs) We're going to take a lot more of these pieces of our Bible and these pieces of Christianity that a lot of people don't like or confront or, you know, want to question. And and instead of condemning you for asking those questions, we'll talk with you through them. And we'll talk through them ourselves because a lot of the times we have the same questions or we've at least at one point had them. And that's what's gotten us here now. So, um... I encourage you to reach out to either one of us. We'll have our somewhere around or connected to this podcast. We will have our socials connected. You feel free to reach out to us at any time. Um, We also encourage you to come to Paramore Baptist Church right on Paramore Road. Um, And follow their new Instagram page. That's right. (laughs) Guess who's in charge of that? Pop that handle in there. What is it? It is. He's got to look it up. It's at PRBC underscore rva think prbc underscore rva that's right guys and our church service is from 10 a.m to 11 a.m every sunday again 11 a.m might be pushing it (laughs) you can find most of the time you can find me up on stage singing and jordan in the back doing sound and audio so uh yeah come visit us come hang we're there and yeah thank you if you if but Small chance you made it this far. Thank you so much for listening to us. What chance? (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you for listening to Teeny Takeaways. Peace. Peace.